Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hi, I am Victoria and I'm your host. This show for those who knows they are on a mission. Today we have a VP of business development, coach in HG Life, Jill Alban. Hi, Jill. Hi, Victoria. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. I wanted to read a little bit, I'll give you intro that I have here. And it's Jill Alban has worked as a marketing director for Handel Group since 2017. Simultaneously, Jill became certified in the Handel Method and began coaching in 2018. Jill started her career in the public relations first in the NFL and then at the American University in Washington, D.C. Jill holds a BA in English from the University of Virginia and MA in Creative Writing from the University of Montana. She has extensive experience in the nonprofit and wellness sectors and is a dynamic public speaker and natural leader. <laughs> wow, that's a really impressive. I'm happy to have you here. And uh, my first question is, wow, how, how did you become a marketer? Was that such intensive background? Yeah. yeah, I've had an interesting career path for sure. So that's a great question. I think my strength has always been as a communicator and a writer. I majored in English literature in college and then studied writing as at the graduate level as well and taught for a while. And when I you know, began my professional journey, I started in public relations and in communications and in writing marketing copy. And at that time, that was really when social media was taking off and website development was taking off and becoming easier and easier for non-technical folks to build websites, create copy, create content schedules. So I was really around at the birth of all of that and was able to play a pivotal role for a few different organizations in my 20s when I was starting out. So the, I really cut my teeth professionally in the nonprofit sector as uh, I focused on communications and outreach for an environmental nonprofit for about six years and learned a lot about building online campaigns, utilizing social media to get people together and move them toward a shared objective, and was always very passionate about the environment and environmental causes. And then in, let's see, it was around 2015, I switched a little bit and moved into another marketing role, but this time working at a private foundation dedicated to mindfulness and meditation. And that was a really interesting leap for me especially because I had been so interested in environmentalism and on the ground change. It was pretty cool for me personally to see how helping people work with their minds through mindfulness, through meditation practice, really helped them become more effective at their jobs, effective, more effective at the causes they were working to serve. And so I set my path on in the sphere of wellness and was introduced to the handout group soon thereafter and decided to embark on their coach and training program 
and then was hired by the company a little, I think it was about four years ago now as their marketing director and have been able to grow with the company. And I now manage our business development for our life division, which I manage a small team, but the way we run our marketing and get the word out about what we do is a lot of digital events like this one, fair number of live events too, when the world <laughs> conditions allow it, and really a lot of social media content and other digital content getting the word out about what we're doing. So yeah, we're a small team, high impact, pretty scrappy, but yeah, I'm very passionate about my work. Yes, as we are interviewing this interview, we are going through difficult times with the virus and but we right we're leaders and we keep growing and going and doing and being and exploring and growing. And my question yeah. to you is like how do you grow that leadership when you know some people been forced to work from home and yeah. like how do you grow that leaders and like okay, like what what do I do next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great question. And so many people are dealing with what I call disruption to your life, you know, and it could be severe in terms of you or a loved one, even having the illness and having to deal with that, or maybe someone in your family is a healthcare worker, really some intense external sources of anxiety. And for others of us, we're dealing with probably a quarantine and having our lives upended, having to work from home in a way that we might not be accustomed to with our team, having kids home, right? And homeschooling while at the same time working your own job. I mean, the challenge, the challenges are high in this time. Like, let's be frank about that. We have a pandemic and a response that we are um, coordinating as a society to help quell it. Now, all that being said, to Victoria's point, we can't sit idle. And the, our mindset right now is the most important thing that we have. And at Handel Group, we use a principle that we call personal integrity, which we feel is absolutely paramount, especially in times like these, to keeping yourself inspired, connected to your purpose, and truthfully energetic and in actions toward realizing your dreams. So what do I mean by personal integrity and how on earth can I build it during this very chaotic time? So at Handel Group, we define personal integrity as the alignment of your thoughts, to your actions, to your desired result. So if you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, even someone looking to grow within your company, the place to start is, okay, what is my desired result? What is my dream right now for my job, for my position, for my growth strategy? And your dream right at this moment, given the pandemic, might be very different than what it was three weeks ago. But spending the time to really get clear on your dream for the foreseeable future, for perhaps while you're in quarantine or while your team is all working remotely, it could even literally be my dream, my vision, my desired result for today. What, how do I want to feel today? What do I want to accomplish for today? And then working backwards from that along the tool of personal integrity, what actions do I need to get myself in? What calls do I need to make? What people do I need to connect to? What, you know, do I need to keep up my cold calls? How do I keep up my sales strategy, right? Putting yourself in an active mindset toward your dream is paramount. And then, of course, there's the biggest challenge of all, which is the mindset and aligning your thoughts toward that desired result, which in a time like this is more difficult to do because 
the anxious thoughts, the high pressure, uh, the external things that might be going on in terms of you know economic challenges, et cetera, are really starting to make this inner dialogue start to chatter. And Victoria, I'm happy to go in a little bit deeper to managing the mind. Oh like. yes, oh yes, please ask, tell me. We brief, briefly, when we talked before on the phone, she gave me this amazing, uh, amazing strategy how to do that. And tell me, tell us more about the process. It's so yeah. fun. Okay, great. So first, what we, what we as humans have to realize is that the majority of our thoughts on a daily basis are negative. Unless we are actively cultivating and consciously cultivating different thoughts than what's kind of on default in there, we're going to find that about 80% of our thoughts on a daily basis are negative, judgmental, anxious, mean, <laughs> worry, um, foreboding, right? A lot of negative thought loops are going on. And of, of that high percentage of negative thoughts, I think about 90 or 95% of them is what the research shows. We also thought those yesterday and the day before and the day before that. So you start to see how staying in this cycle of negative thought loops and repetition can really impact your daily reality. And you could see how you had a negative thought train going around. I will never be able to get there. I will never be able to do it. That's going to be great justification for you not to take those actions that you know you should be taking. So really managing your mind and leashing it and reining it in is absolutely paramount for your business success, especially in trying times. So at Handel Group, we like to bring a little bit of lightness to what we call the dark side. So all these voices in there, all that negativity, all that negative inner dialogue, if we just let it run amok without really inserting our higher self like we are going to have problems with our reality and with toward ever reaching our dreams. So in order to help people lighten up about it, because it can be scary to open up the lid and really look at those thoughts that are in there, right? Sometimes it's easier to numb out, watch Netflix, eat the pint of ice cream, instead of really dealing with what's going on inside of your head. So at Handel Group, in order to keep it light and help you stay connected to lightness and humor, we have three categories of voices that we start with. There's a lot of categories, there's a lot of different types of inner dialogue, but I wanna start, I wanna leave you today with the three types of top negative voices. Number one, you have the voice of the chicken. This is the voice of fear. And right now, this, this voice might really be saying to you, you have coronavirus, right? Remember that sneeze you had yesterday? Maybe you're not smelling as strong today as you had your sense of smell yesterday. Like that's the voice of fear that Woo, that can run on a treadmill really, really quickly and get going and start to take over. The other kind of manifestations of the chicken voice, especially when it comes to business, looks like things like, oh, I'm not going to have that conversation today. I'm going to wait until next Thursday. And you're telling yourself this is the smartest business strategy ever, but in fact, it's just your chicken running the show. Okay, so again, we're bringing awareness to what's going on in there by starting to objectively label these voices. So number one, chicken. Number two is the voice of the brat. So this is the voice of the entitled four-year-old. This is the voice we can probably all remember from being a kid when your mom tells you, hey, it's time to get out of the pool and come inside. You can only have one piece of cake, right? Whatever. And the brat's like, no, I want a 
keep playing or no, I want to stay in the pool. So this, the brat voice is the voice of entitlement. I deserve another drink. I've had a really hard day. I'm locked up in this house with these people, right? Give me another bottle of wine. That's the brat voice that comes out to justify vices, things like not exercising can be really, it can play out as well in business. And especially when you're working as an entrepreneur to build your business of kind of like a whiny voice of why don't I have what I want yet? I deserve wealth, prosperity, success, right? So when, when you have a voice that's kind of like running that entitled loop, that's a good sign that you have a brat voice talking, okay? The third voice is a little more nuanced. It's called the weather reporter. This is the voice of passivity. This is the voice that reports on life as if it's happening to us, right? It's in the passenger seat of life instead of in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. Times like these, the weather reporter might be saying things like, this pandemic's going to go on for months. It's no use for me to look for a job right now. It's no use for me to build business. I'm never going to be able to build business in a time like this. You know, or, or like I've always, I've always been slow. I've always been a warrior. There's no way I can change right now. An interesting way to test your weather reporter is to use what I call the money test to see if you could actually force yourself out of this weather report by applying money to it. So what do I mean by that? Like, okay, so you say that I'm, I'm always late. It's just the way that I've always been. I can't change. I would call that a weather report. And I would say to you, okay, Victoria, I'll put $1,000 in your bank account for every meeting that you're on time to this week. Do you think you could change this behavior that's just the way you are? And usually people kind of get a little light bulb and they're like, oh, okay, I'm making a weather report about how things are. But actually, I could actively change it if the right, in this case, motivation were there. So to recap, in this time, right, when you're like, what can I control? How can I build my business? How can I keep on my entrepreneurial path? Number one, get very clear on what your dream is and what your desired result is and put it in time. It might be for this month, it might be for this week, it might be for today. Here's my dream for today when it comes to my business. Then you need your set of actions that you're gonna take in order to reach that dream. And then it's time to hack into your mind and bring your higher power, your higher self to bear in order to be able to coach yourself, work with yourself. Okay, my breath's the one saying that I deserve this without having to work for it, okay. I'm, I'm going to label that as a brat voice. I'm going to write down the actions I need to take anyway, and I'm going to do the actions, and I'm going to defeat the brat. So that's how you hack into the mind against the most common negative voices. And now is the time to dance and stretch and move our bodies. Let's go. That's amazing. The chicken, the breath, the weather reporter. Yes. Uh, I feel like I have them all, right? Sometimes running our show. Yeah. And like, how, how do you get out of money test? Ooh, I love yes. that. Entrepreneur, I, you know, especially for entrepreneurs, it's like apply the money test right away, right? What we yeah. want. We want money. Yeah. We want impact. We want money. We want the purpose. 
Yeah, the dream is for today. Well, that's wonderful. How and what do you think is the one characteristic you need to embody to be successful? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. So I talked about personal integrity. And again, at Hindel Group, we define it a little bit differently. We really define it as the alignment of your thought to your action to your dream. However, underneath that is the essential quality that I would say is critical to building your own confidence that then is going to impact your business and catapult you. And that is learning how to tell the truth. And this has been my biggest personal lesson through coaching with Handel Group and in my training and what I work on now with my clients was really understanding, and this is going to sound kind of harsh, but really understanding what a liar I had been in many areas of life. And so what do I mean by lying? Yes, there's out and out lying. Like, oh, I got my degree from that university when I didn't, right? That's a big, bold-faced lie, right? But there are also lies by omission, just simply not revealing some details from a certain someone that you might not want to have the certain full story. There's lying by exaggeration, right? Maybe trying to paint a better picture of ourselves. There's lying by under-exaggeration. It could be like, oh, that report was no big deal, when in reality, it was a really big deal. It can be lying by misrepresenting a story, just a little bit, just enough so, or even simply keeping secrets from loved ones, okay? Or colleagues. Now, I wanna say, like, working with your lies is deep work. This is work that comes later in the Handel method. Uh, we follow a 12-step-by-step process with all of our clients. Lying comes usually in the middle to second half of the coaching work. But I think for really building confidence, I know speaking for myself, really understanding my own special brand of lying and my favorites were things like misrepresenting a story or exaggerating because I cared very deeply what other people thought of me and I wanted to appear a certain way. And once I understood that that behavior was actually self-sabotage and that I was holding other people's opinions of me in higher regard than my own opinion of myself and feeling like I had to be a certain way or be a certain someone or I would be caught or found out, once I understood that and then actually even did the next part of the work, which was like fessing up to lies and coming clean with people, I really was set free and my professional confidence skyrocketed. And then from there, in terms of building business, which is so much about relationships and about true, productive, meaningful, authentic relationships, when you have done the work on yourself to really understand where a particular brand of lying might have been holding you back, it can catapult you to be able to create incredibly productive relationships that will then benefit your business down the road. I'm happy to talk more about that. Yeah, I, I love what you said. You know, in other interviews, we also mentioned, you know, the fear of public speaking, but the public speaking, it's like, it's everyday interaction. And the most, the what comes up, it's rejection, right? It's, yeah. it's a lot of, uh, yeah, criticize, being scared, but like, you won't be able to build any relationship without being honest and yeah. actually being vulnerable and honest. I totally like, yeah. how, how do you get honest? Like for people who's oh. like, right at me, like being just exaggerating, lying stories, like how do, what's the first thing to do? Like, what is the first yeah. thing? Great question. So first you, first is just waking up to it. And that can be, that can be a huge aha. 
right? Of like, oh, I am a, like, I tell a lot of little quote, little white lies. Like that might be my style. Um, so waking up to it, I would say is the first step. And then the second step would be, you could start really simple just by logging it. Like at the end of each day, where did I exaggerate today? And keep a little list going. And what you'll start to notice is you have trends and themes. There are areas of life where you exaggerate more than others. You might do it more with out on the, in the dating scene. You might do it more at work. Like you, you're going to have trends and you'll be able to, to sort of track like, oh, I get really triggered for X, Y, Z reason, maybe when I'm dating, whatever, and want to appear a certain way. And I notice that my exaggerator really comes out there. You know, for me, it was always at work and especially with other certain, I'm very competitive, <laughs> right? So with other people, there I would get triggered by wanting to look good or look better than others, right? And so my lying behavior would come out, okay? So observe it, log it, start to put it on a leash, okay? So I now have a personal promise. In Handel Group, we use promises and consequences to keep you in line, as us sneaky humans like to get so slippery. I have a promise now, if I do lie, either small, big, whatever, I have to tell the person within 24 hours that I lied, right? Which is like, whoa, you can imagine, I do not want to do that. So it really has leashed that liar, okay? So you could start with, you could start thinking about what sort of promise do I, do I put into place? For some people, money works well, right? If you catch yourself in a lie or an exaggeration, you throw five bucks out the window, right? For us entrepreneurs, that might really resonate. But what that's doing is you are interrupting your default setting in your, in your life and in your lineage and how you function on a day-to-day -day basis. You're interrupting it and you're forcing yourself to do something else. And it's all tied to your dream of who you want to be, right? So for me, I want to be a change maker. I want to help other people. I want to be a role model and really enact change in the world and make the world a better place. And I had to do the work on myself first. And having that vision of where I wanted to go and the type of person that I wanted to be gave me the motivation, right? To like, okay, I'm going to share my opinion. I'm going to tell the truth, okay? So that's a way to start to work on it like as a personal practice. Now, when it comes to telling the truth in the moment, especially if you have something difficult to share, an opinion that you might be uncertain about, you might feel nervous, we, have, we use what we call, and I think we're going to do this in the giveaway, but we have a guide to difficult conversations that we call honestly speaking. And we yeah. really advocate for helping people set up the conversation so that you succeed. And I can talk more about that if you want. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. That's what was my next question. And thank you for answering now. So, I yeah. want, yes, so recap a little bit of recap. So, what is important, right? It's important to don't listen to the chicken, to the broth to the weather reporter and just do what you say, right? Integrity, yes. just yes. do what you say. And yeah. th that's how leaders grow. And that's what it I understand leaders, uh, who leaders exactly. are. And where listeners can go and learn more about your work and uh, what's, share about more about the free gift that you are generously giving to our audience. Of course. So our website is easy. It's handelgroup.com, H-A-N-D-E-L group.com. We're also on Instagram at Handel Group. We put out a lot of content every day. We have a weekly coaching blog that's free in our newsletter that you can sign up for. 
And then what I've been happy to give Victoria today is our freebie giveaway, which we call Honestly Speaking, A Guide to a Difficult Conversation. So especially if this is like a new skill, which I know it was for me, of how do I, how do I share what I really think to people who are important to me? Duh. <laughs> it seems so easy, but these are skills that we are not taught in school. And especially if you come from a background like I did, where we were reserved, it was more difficult to share feelings. I didn't have that kind of training. So this tool is perfect for that. And it walks you through practicing, you know, scripting it out, preparing what you would like to say, creating space for it, asking permission from the other person, setting the tone, and then just clearly you know, sharing what's up for you, whether it's something that might be in conflict or maybe just an opinion that you need to share with a colleague, or it could be a difficult sales conversation you might have to have with a client. It could be, you know, could really run the gamut as an entrepreneur. And then it really leaves you with guidelines on how to move forward after the conversation. So after the two parties have really heard and listened to one another and understand where the other one is coming from, a big mistake that we often make is we leave it at that and we don't make a plan for moving forward. So it walks you through how to set what we call a contract. So the item of conflict in the first place doesn't just keep arising. So Perfect. yeah, the giveaway, it's extremely helpful. And it's like, yeah. it's several pages, so. That's absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, thank you so much for being here today with us. Thank you, Victoria. Thanks for having me. It was really nice. Yes, I will include the link below the interview and uh, go grab it if it resonates with you. I feel like I'm just going to go and grab it now. It seems very interesting. And thank you for being here. And I'm looking forward to see you in the next series. Stay tuned. Thank you. Love to. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleLday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!